everyone. Welcome to our podcast. This is a special spooky edition. Okie spooky. <laughs> Okie spooky. Halabooky. I don't know what she said. Boo. No. Oh. oh boo. Boo. <laughs> I was going to say woohoo. Oh. Boo. Boo. <laughs> so we're making fun of... Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane. Who was who picking like, fun? I don't know. I love Aiden Zane's aesthetic. Why? Hey, spooky boy. Cause spooky, and she liked a couple of my pictures on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was like screaming because I was like, oh my god, it's like a celebrity liking my pictures. But anyways, we're gonna talk about ghosts and paranormal activity. Because Halloween is like literally how many Next days week? away? Like nine days? No, oh ten my days. Gosh. Ten days away. So we need to get into the spooky spirit because it's just spooky. been too vanilla this week. So I guess our first topic is para. What the heck is that? Is this noise in the background? Am I conjuring up the spirits now? So my top. Just so start with like <laughs> paranormal experiences. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? Yes. And what was it like? Scary. Tell us about it. <laughs> I know yours is going to be creepy because you work in hospitals, which I have do. the best activity. I wouldn't say the best. Like, I, I have a few of them. But, like, um, the one I always tell people when I... Because I used to work nights, and I feel like the energy is so different at night that you can actually hear things happening. I've seen a few things in the daytime that really creeped me out. Like, people's faces just, like, not being them for a minute. Um, and I don't think I have psychosis or anything. But... Um, when I was a pharmacy tech in the hospital, I used to deliver IV bags for all the little kids and the babies. So I'd run around and I was quick. I was like really young. I was like 24. So I'd be up and down the hallways and the secret passages like boom, boom, boom. All your meds are here. Ha ha ha. Now help the babies. Because like they can't help it. They're little sick sicklings so then um one day i was taking one of the elevators and i didn't usually take the elevators but i wanted to play on my phone so i got in the elevator and i saw this little kid like running right after me and i was like okay so the doors closed and i could still see him in the reflection i'm like where are you going and then i'm like wait they shouldn't be in here because you have to have a badge to be in here so i turned around to like where's your parents and there was no kid and i was like oh my god and, like, all the hair stood up on the back of my neck. My arm hair got goosebumps. And I got really nervous. So I, I called the pharmacy and I was like, hey, something happened. And they're like, okay, come back. I want to tell you something. So I was like, okay. And, like, me and the pharmacist down there, we were really chill. But, like, I get down there. I was like, what? And she's like, it was a little kid. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, this place is full of little kids. There's a lot of trauma that goes on here. Have you heard any of the stories on, um, like, some of the units on the kids that get brought in? And they're, like, super abused, all that scary stuff. I was like, oh, my God, no. And she's like, yeah, did it touch you? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, because sometimes if they touch you, they leave a handprint. And it's, like, really, sp really spooky. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I freaked out. So that's, like, one of my big ones. I, I always tell everybody because it scared me. So I felt like my heart fall out of my butt. Like, it was so scary. What about you, Erin? Mm. Well, I haven't had as many experiences as I was like to. But the most recent one is in the current house that we live in. So, backstory... Whoever lived in this house before us had an incident 
a coughing incident and subsequently did they am I telling this right? That asthma attack and they died in this house, right? Yeah. So every a cough is not an asthma attack. Well, I'm just trying to place it nicely. So they they died from asthma attack in this house and every once in a while I'll hear like a faint coughing in the middle of the night. And it sounds like it's outside, but it also sounds like it's downstairs, so I can't really tell. And then sometimes I'll hear the cabinets, like, banging a little bit. And usually at that time of the night, I'm so tired, I don't even care. So then, and then every once in a while, like, the Alexas will turn on. And then she'll be oh. talking down here by herself. And I'll be like, what is she saying? To who? I don't know. And I'll hear her say, do 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 Oh, she doesn't laugh. But do 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 And I'm like, what is going on down there? So anyways... I don't think it's a mean spirit, though. I feel like he's just, like, curious because he doesn't seem very mean. Yeah. That's so scary. Because, like, sometimes I'll wake up and me and Aaron both have, like, night terrors, I think. But, like, we'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, my God, they're in the closet. And, like, there was this one time where Aaron, I woke up. You know how when you feel like someone's looking at you? So I woke up and Aaron's, like, standing above me, eyes closed, just standing there. And I was like, son of a... So I, I was like, Aaron, Aaron, and he wouldn't respond. So I like crawled to the other side of the bed because I didn't want him to murder me. And then I got behind him and I was like, Aaron, let's get back into bed. And I grabbed his hand and I like put him in bed and he went right back to bed. And then there's other times like me, I know I'm always thinking someone's in the room with me. And I either one of two things, I either get pissed and start throwing stuff or I'm just like, ah, they're trying to get me. And I know that happens a lot because I'm always like, Siri, turn on the flashlight. And then I'll look around and see nothing. But I feel like someone's like, their face is right next to mine and it's not Aaron. So like, I feel like even if it's curious, it doesn't need to be because I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. I can deal with like the scariest ghosts and spirits <laughs> and stuff. But if there's like a spider or a bug near me, I'll just scream and pass out. I The other night I thought a spider was crawling on my shoulder and I like screamed and I, like, jolted up and I, like, slapped Josh because he usually kills the spiders for me. So I slapped him and he wouldn't wake up. So I was just freaking out. And I couldn't go back to sleep because I thought one was crawling on my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that that happens in our household. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're really um, susceptible to stuff. But I don't know. It could just be that we're open to seeing it so we see it. Um, cause there's part, part of the thing that I do now in mental health is to do assessments on people. And some of it's like, do you see, um, do you see things that no one else can see? And it's usually with our schizophrenia people. I think I might be generalizing cause I'm not that good at mental health yet, but from how I understand, they usually see ghosts or they have little black bugs on them or like people are out to get them. It's really scary. It looks just like those possession movies, but you're like trying to assess if someone's safe and assess if like their mental health is failing so that we can get them help. It's just very, very interesting. Like, and I was talking to one of my uh, colleagues the other day and I was like, yeah, we're treating mental health. We're not curing it. None of this is curative because we were talking about like, um, like white magic and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I feel like I have a bunch of little uh, charms on my badge, especially coming to mental health, because I feel like in my experience in nursing, and it's like 
it can all be explained away with science. But in my experience in nursing at night, when people sundown, it looks like they're being possessed. And from how I understand in my own research on the occult and like everything is like, um, demons can like come into your body and puppet you. And I feel like that's what happens at night. Cause they, there's the cutest little grandma in the daytime, ate all their pudding, wants to give you cookies. And as soon as sundown hits, boom, they're a devil. And you're just like, oh my God, please stop trying to bite me. So it's like very much that. And I feel like we're not, um, we're not treating it because I feel like stuff's getting in them. And then it makes me sound like a crazy person. So I'll stop there. Um, but as speaking of demons and ghosts and spirits, to your understanding, what are they, Erin? Well, I mean, they're kind of, it's kind of just different titles for the same thing. I mean, really the difference between them is just how they originated and what their goals are. Like, are they just trying to make you aware of what happened to them? Or are they trying to take over your body and take you back to their realm? Mm. Well, that didn't answer my question. Well, I mean, a ghost and a spirit are really similar because... I'm talking. Oh, I'm God. talking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Demons, I think, are the most different out of all of them because they they have a motive. They are here to... They are here to do with their, to your body what they want to and they're to take advantage of the weak. Yeah. So my understanding is spirits were always here on this realm, on the realm we live in now, which is the domain of man. And this goes into like the Bible if you want to be a spiritual per I'm talking. Well, I'm talking. Well, Kamala. Uh -huh. Was it I'm Kamala? Ta I'm talking. <laughs> well, well, spirits are can go everywhere. Ghosts are usually locked into one location. So... Spirits were on this realm long before us, and they'll be here long after us. I feel like they're, they don't care. They're neutral. They don't care. They'll look at us. They'll play with us every once in a while, like, mess around with stuff. But they really don't care. We're not, we're, we're not their big deal. And then I feel like ghosts, like Aaron said, is like they're stuck in a place. Because ghosts don't go across the world, except for the ring or something. But it's always like mm -hmm. they're stuck where they are. And I feel like ghosts are kind of goofy. Like they're just stuck somewhere. And then you, like, you watch their little story play out or you hear it or you feel it. And then demons, I feel like, are the other side of the world where the spirits are, they don't care. I feel like demons, since they've never had bodies, because they were just part of hell, right? Like, they're all them things in Dante's Inferno and stuff, where it, like, told the different layers of hell and, like, what happens. I feel like the stronger ones can get up here and mess around, because they're always like, okay, so the, the domain of man is where the devil's going to come up. And how I understand it, the devil's going to come up and present you with trials and tribulations and you just pray and then God will make it okay. And then you'll be able to survive. It's like, okay, but why would you allow these demons to come up here unless you can't stop them? And then it's like, is it God making them go away or my conviction? Because there's demon hunters, like there's all this crazy stuff that I don't want to get too into. But you have to think about like where the origination of some of these tales these taboos and the don't speak to a sorcerer like all this stuff is in the bible so if like you believe in the bible you believe in demons unless you're a pick and choose then wow. i don't know but yeah so i feel like demons want to mess around up here because they can 
and the spirits are here they listen to us but they're we're not there we there it's like us seeing like a little bug like oh that's cute let's burn him with fire oh that's cute let's give him all kinds of sugar mm. you know like they don't care mm. that's a good point so we own a Ouija board but I'm not allowed to bring it out do you think that there is actual do you think it's actual portal to things I do um Growing up in southern New Mexico, we we're very influenced by the occult and witchcraft and stuff like that. It's like part of everything that, part of our identity, I feel like. Um, that being said, my grandma, she lived next to this lady. I forgot her name, but her son was named Celso. And he ended up dying in high school because of some stuff that we thought she did so apparently she was a weak-minded person she was like a drug person and like she was just a weak-minded person and i feel like weak-minded people or weak uh spirited people shouldn't mess around with stuff like that because if you can't stand up for yourself in the real world they're gonna roll over roll you over coming from where they're coming from so anyway she was messy with the ouija board opened the gate it took her over Something was inside of her. She was rolling around in the middle of the street naked and like screaming and her bones were cracking. And my grandma was like, oh my gosh. And like the whole neighborhood was out there. It was like everyone knew and everyone knew what she was up to because she was like always doing weird stuff and like trying to put love spells on people. And like she was just a strange lady. And like all of a sudden it got inside of her and then she never got better. And then all of a sudden she got really better and we think that she put whatever demon was on her, on her son, because her son just ridiculous, just died, up and died. And he was, like, really cool. Like, we remember him when we were little. We remember him in middle school or high school. And he was a really cool guy. But then all of a sudden he died and he was in football. And, like, he was a healthy kid, so I can't understand what happened to him other than that. And they say some of these demons and stuff like that, they attach to you for your genetics, like... Or for your life, your people or whatever, like your, how do you say that? Your genealogy or whatever, like your, the sins of the father go to the son, right? So like they follow your lineage. Mm -hmm. And the, I, I feel like that's very true because you inherit them and stuff. Like there's a lot. Like there's, Demons have lots of motivations. Some of them are recruiting you, recruiting humans to help complete their tasks like in heredity what is that movie heredity heredity that the, that was a scary movie that was from mamon no mm -hmm. Monk. Like, he's like recruiting people well from how i understood it um he he did get all kinds of stuff done it was like watching oceans 11 at the end because all the stuff that they were doing was just falling together mind you i i watch those movies when i'm having wine because i get really nervous with them but from how I remember, he had set up all these things to happen just so that he would be able to get that boy. And that was so scary. That was so, so scary. Because it's like the modern world. It's not like um, The Witch or whatever, where it's like the 1800s, where people just walked into scary stuff. It's crazy. And then, then too, it crosses cultural barriers or cultural, mm, how, however you say that. Um, because Native Americans here, like, that were here long before us, have their own stories of skinwalkers and, like, 
Mm-hmm. The kachinas are really cool too, but they're scary to me. You can't see their faces. Mm. But like they're, and I have a lot of friends that have told me like skinwalkers will like leave. I'm getting nervous. Skinwalkers <laughs> will like leave hair at your front door. Mm-hmm. And like we had that happen to us. Someone was explaining it to me at work one night and I'm replaying in my mind what had happened like a couple weeks earlier. Um, no, it was a couple years earlier because I was already a nurse. So when I got into nursing school, there was like hair on the front door on the porch and we never were out there. And I was like, that's weird. Aaron, someone lost their weave. <laughs> All ghetto. And then the next day I go out there again and there's a picture of a little nurse with a stethoscope, and it's all colored in, all cute, like a little kid did it, and more hair. And I was like, what does this mean? There's like a little kid missing their hair, doing color crafts in the front. So then, um, then uh, a couple years later, my friends are telling me all these crazy stories about skinwalkers and on the side of the road and how fast they are and how scary they are and what they say or what they make sounds. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I'm getting chills. Um... And I'm like, oh my god, that happened to me. And I'm telling him, they're like, oh my god, you need a, a windbreaker or something? A screamer? I don't know. From how I understand, it's like a rope tied onto like a special p- piece of wood from like their family home. And you swing it real loud and it's all... And it's supposed to scare away the skinwalkers. But that's just so scary to me. Because that's been here since long before we had like... Puritan ghosts, these things have been here forever. And I feel like that's like where they fall into those demon things. Like maybe that's how they understood them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just really scary. Do you guys, does your family have anything like that? Well, when I was little, I remember going to my great grandma's house and she had always had like a bunch of books. And, but she had, they're all like just like atlases and just regular books. But there was one book that I, I kept and I don't know what happened to it. But it was a book on like how to do seances and how to how to contact spirits and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was so I thought it was creepy at first, but then I read through and it was really like it had pictures and like went into detail how to do like the circles. And I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. So I kept it, but I don't know what happened to the book. I can't send back to who was supposed <sighs> to have it. It was the most interesting thing I've ever seen. Like it had pictures of like the people in the robes. And you do like a circle, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and it was the most random book because it just stood out from all the rest of them. That's really scary, Aaron. But it told <gasps> me. Oh no! So I was gonna. Oh, so a few years ago, we went on a ghost tour of Old Town, and it was, was really scary. cool. But it's really creepy because literally Old Town is built on top of massive like graves. Yeah. And there used to be, like, giant... Well, there's still... There's no more floods anymore. But there used to be giant floods of the river, and it would, like, just wash away people's houses. And I guess one of the floods, like, just washed and killed a bunch of people. And they didn't bury their bodies. They just left them there and, like, built on top of them, right? I think so. The 85 burial or whatever. So, literally, if you walk down there, you're just on top of, like, tons of skeletons underneath the ground, like, the bricks... And it was really interesting because, like, the energy down there is fun to me. Like, it's, like, happy, happy, happy. But then you get these little flashes of, like, 
I don't know. And I've always been like that. Everywhere I go, I'm like, happy, 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 because I come from happy. But, like, if something scares me, I get really scared. Like, really, all of a sudden, I'm trying to find out what it is. And I feel like sometimes that's what it is. Because I was like, happy, happy, happy. And we were going through, and they're telling us. So one of the stories was about this hooker. Because it was, like, a brothel or a saloon or something. And, like, she would, like... Something happened, like a bad situation happened and she got murdered. So now she'll like wear her red dress and like try to get people to come in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was looking for her and looking for her and I had my camera out and I was like trying to get orbs and we got a few orbs. But it was just like so bizarre because I was like, I don't see, I don't feel anything. I don't see nothing. I went up to this thing where her old staircase that they closed was and I didn't feel anything. But then in, like, uh, other parts of it, like, where allegedly all the dead people were, it didn't feel like anything either. But then when we were walking around by the axe woman, that I could feel something. Like, someone was watching us. And we were, like, being silly. And, like, it was a bunch of gay people. Um, Literally, all of us are gay kids in that group. So it was just, like, oh, my God. Like, I felt like I needed to be running. And I, I... didn't feel like that for most of it. There was like little flashes, but as soon as we sat there, and for some reason, every time we go on a ghost tour, even the Queen Victoria in LA, mm. I sit where the ghost sits. And they're always like, hey, that's their favorite spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're playing to me because I'm always scared on those things. But it happened in the Queen Mary too, right? Mm-hmm. So we went on a ghost because I, I love this stuff. Like we went um, to the Queen Mary and we were looking and like we were looking for the engineer guy. Couldn't find anything. Couldn't find blips. Nothing. I didn't feel anything. I felt like spots of like emptiness, but that's it. So then we're running around and they're like, oh yeah, this lady, she likes to play the piano and she's a fancy lady. And I was like, oh, fancy bitch. So then I went to go sit down by the window so I could get good lighting for my vlog. And he's like, so I want you to know that you're sitting in the chair that she's always seen sitting in. And I was like, ah! Like, it scared me because I'm always, like, drawn to that type of stuff. And Aaron's just always like, "Mm, meh, meh. I didn't feel anything on a ghost tour until we got by the tree. Oh, the the, the, the person Mary hung themselves. I don't remember. We were underneath it, and our oh, friend yeah. giving a tour. She's like, "Right away, you're underneath the tree." Does someone hung themselves? Like the the, the uh, it used to be the judge's house, the mm-hmm. sheriff's house. And I I felt something there. It was like a like a cold wind hit my neck. Hmm, that's scary. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have a lot of like a weird history here in New Mexico of like. People coming in and conquering and, like, messing stuff up and making people believe in Catholicism and, like, I don't know. One of my native friends, she told me, like, that we're living in the crystal, the crystal world or the sparkling world and that this is, like, where we are now. And I'm like, oh, okay, so what about ghosts? And she's like, I don't know. But it's like, I feel like everyone's a little bit different with what they believe. Like, we, mm, I'll tell a story about my mom. Because her, growing up, my mom was a pretty girl. She was a bad kid, though. So, like, I don't know. And our family's, like, all into the occult and to Santeria, or not Santeria, like, um, 
curandera stuff, like, bless me ultima. So, like, my grandma would tell me all these, like, plants and stuff, and, like, we'd go walk by the railroad tracks, and she'd tell me, like, that's a snake plant. You put that in your yard, and the snakes won't come to you. And hmm. this is yerbabuena. You can use it for this and this and this, and you make a tea, and then your stomach doesn't hurt. And I'm like, oh, wow. Anyway, so, like, my mom, she was being a bad kid, and she got mixed up with something, and, like, it was just after my dad and her had divorced, and we think that my grandma, Delpha, she was a, a witch, bad witch, because I'd always find these weird things that was pictures of my mom in vinegar with a lemon in it and a picture of my mom. And I was like, oh, and now I know what that is. It's trying to get rid of somebody. Those pictures of us, too, that she wanted just us gone as a whole. So they think that she did something to my mom. And there's a very similar... Vi I'm getting nervous. There's a very similar video on YouTube that went viral a while ago where they're pulling hair out of someone's mouth. So my mom was going to a revival with her friend Joe Boyce. This big um, six foot one, six foot two black lady. She kept my mom safe from my dad. My dad went to go kill my mom one day and she pulled out her gun and she's all, you're not going to kill my friend, honey. Like she was like my mom's BFF. So anyway, Joe Boyce is like, hey, let's... I think I think she died. Anyway, um, let's go to this revival because in the Roswell, there's a lot of revivals and stuff. That's just like part of what you do. So like we went or they went to the revival and then they're doing their thing and we're Southern Baptists. So it's like singing and dancing and singing and dancing, woohoo, woohoo, and speaking in tongues. And then they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Cut the cameras. We need to stop. If you're not prayed up, you need to get off of this stage. Someone here is being afflicted by a very dark energy, blah, blah, blah. And you know how they say that so that you go get prayed for and you give them more money. But they had said, cut the camera. So I'm like, okay, and my mom's telling me and Joe Boyce is telling me they're telling us what happened in their youth. Um, not even their youth. I think we it was like a few years earlier. But they're like, yeah, so they cut the cameras and then uh, Joe Boyce is like, my friend Judy here, she um, she just left her husband and we think her mother-in-law has some kind of voodoo juju on her. And they're like, come up here. And my mom's like, no. And my mom's, I'm an attitude, but my mom is like super attitude. She's like, no, I'm not going up there. Because we were, we were raised Catholic for a little tiny bit because my dad was Catholic and my mom was Catholic. But when they broke up, Baptist. So then they're like, nope. I'm not going up there. And they're like, come on, get prayed up. If you guys aren't prayed up, because there's deacons and like ushers and all these people. So he was like kicking everyone off the stage. He's all, you, I'm being told to talk to you. Anyway, long story short, Joe Boyce took my mom up to the front and they started praying on her. And my mom started like biting at people and hissing. And they're like, okay, pray up, pray up. We got to pray up. And they're all praying and doing their things. And people started talking in tongues and all this other stuff, and it's like, oh, wow, okay. And Joe Boyce is like, I backed up because she was throwing men off of her. And my mom's little. She was a little tiny lady. And, like, she's kicking people and throwing people. And Rah! So then they're, they're praying and praying, and then all of a sudden she just stops and stops, starts throwing up. And they're all, this is it. This is it. We're getting it out of her. We're getting it out of her. And they're doing their speaking in tongues, and they're praying, and they're praying, and they're praying, and, they're praying, and they surround my mom, and she's like, Aah! And how Joe Boyce said it was like my mom reached in her head in her mouth and pulled out hair, like a big old black hairball. And then she pulled more and just more kept coming out and more kept coming out. And then um, she's like, Judy, stop, stop breathing. She just fell over. And then she sat up and was like, ah! 
ah, again, and then pulling out, pulling out, and they're all praying and praying, and then um, the pastor, he's like, it's almost out of her, and so he gets up to her, and he's praying with her in her face, and she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Joe Boy said she sounded like a bear, like she was just yelling and screaming, and stuff was just coming out of her, and then... Um, the pastor reached into my mom's mouth and yanked out whatever was left, and my mom passed out. So then there was this big old pile of black hair, and that's something you see whenever, or that's something you see whenever you pull out nasty voodoo, like nasty blood, like nasty mud magic, like old nasty magic. So that's something you pull out. And there's a very similar YouTube video where they're pulling out stuff from this lady too, and it you. They're just filling up this bottle with it. And it's just so scary. And the way they told me, it influenced my entire life. I think I was like eight or nine. It was just really scary. And then another time, I'll tell it's another like one. It's like voodoo magic. Yeah. It's hair. Um, another time when I was really little, I had this elf doll. Do you remember elf? Hmm. So I had this little elf doll. And me and my sister were playing with him. And I love Whoppers. Whoppers are my favorite. So my mom was being nice to us one day and let us stay home from school. Probably had something going on in life. But let us play. So we're playing on the bed, playing on the bed, jumping around. And I saw Alf. I was all, Alf, do you like Whoppers? And I swear to God, he's all, yes. And I was like, ah. So I put a Whopper in his mouth and he ate it. Hmm. Mind you, I'm a little kid. Who knows what could have happened. But again, Alf is talking to me. And I'm like, oh, it's my friend. No, 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 no. My mom's like, oh, that's your imaginary friend. Because my mom thought that me and my little, me and my twin sister, our imaginary friend's name was Sarah, which is my little sister's name. And we're like, she's a brat. She's a brat. She can't play with us. And my mom had my little sister and she's a brat. And she can't always play with us because she plays really rough. Anyway, so um, one day... I had my elf doll, and he was talking to me in the back room, and I was just saying, <laughs> like, giggle, 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 and my mom's like, Josh, go to sleep. It's already 11 o'clock. Go to sleep. And I'm like, no, elf's being really funny. And then I'm like, ah, because I felt like he grabbed me and yanked me across the room. And I was like, oh, my God. So then I'm, like, thrown across the room. I'm a little kid. I didn't know what's going on. My memory is, like, he grabbed me and threw me on the floor, and then I'm getting dragged around the room and I'm bouncing wall to wall. My mom is screaming and she's like, get away from him. And then she turns on the light and Alf is just sitting in the corner of the room and I'm being slid across the floor. And I remember my head getting hit and like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is kind of fun. This is like the fair, but it wasn't like, it was really scary. So then I remember my mom calling Pastor Norfor. And then our pastor comes over. He was a mailman, so he had to be up early. But he came over and he's like, oh, oh, we need to pray up. Because that's like a thing we say. We need to pray up, Judy. We need to pray up. Someone's trying to get your boy. So then he's praying. His wife's outside. She comes in. They anoint the house with anointing oil. They anoint me. And then I'm like acting up like a seizure child. Like, ah! So I'm assuming something bad was happening to me. But I don't remember enough because... My mom won't, well, she can't anymore, but she wouldn't tell me this story often. But when she would, it would always scare the crap out of me because I loved Alf. I loved my little Alf doll, but he was like, and now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds kind of like Annabelle, huh? Mm -hmm. That's really, oh my God. 
That's really spooky because I felt like Alf could eat and talk. And he was a little stuffed animal, but it didn't make sense in my head. Oh my god, I just scared myself. Well, maybe. Oh my god, I just scared myself. <laughs> oh. Well, that's why this is our spooky podcast. <laughs> I've never had any hauntings like that. I've always wanted to experience a haunting, but I never had one. I try to think of like... The only experiences I've ever had seem to be like voices or like... They've like been like on me. Like I've never had any like outside forces acting on me. I just really scared myself. Oh Josh. So next subject. <laughs> favorite horror movie. I okay, so favorite horror monster. Oh. My favorite horror monsters are old school zombies. They weren't fast, they weren't smart, but they would get you because there was just so many of them and they wouldn't stop. New zombies, I don't really care for. I feel like zombies shouldn't be able to run. There's too much potassium. When you die, you turn into a potassium bomb. So I I don't care for that. What's your favorite horror monster? My favorite horror monster? I don't know if it even counts as horror, but I like the Cloverfield monster. Yeah, I guess that's like I guess that's horror. Yeah. A horror movie is Cloverfield too. Well, horror movie... I think my favorite horror movies are the the like Conjuring and Annabelle movies. I love those because the the universes are so fleshed out. Mm-hmm. I like Paranormal Activity too. I can't stand those. I get so nervous. Um, the first one's good. Then it starts. The more they make of that movie, the dumber it gets and the less <laughs> believable it gets. Like the first one, they should just end it with that because it was so. Well done at the end. It's like, wow, where did she go? Like, into the jungle somewhere? Mika! Like, it was so well done. Then they kept making movies. And it's like, it's like, it's just got dumb. Like, it's like, okay, this is not believable anymore. Yeah. What about you? Favorite horror movie? Um, I liked Halloween, Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. I liked Chucky. But I'm I'm into that kind of stuff. The only thing I didn't like about Chucky is my little sister looks just like Chucky when she was little. She had yellow orange hair, and I'm afraid of everything. I've always been afraid of everything, probably because I got dragged around by a ghost. But like, she popped out of the closet one day with a butter knife, Ooh. and I was walking to the toilet because it was through this dark room that we had because it didn't have any lights, so we were poor. And, like, she popped out of the closet, hit me in the chest with a butter knife, and I just, ah! Like, I was so scared. My mom is like, quit being such a crybaby. And I was just, I remember myself screaming, like, nonstop because I thought it was Chucky. Um, Michael Myers I like because he's, like, a real, that can happen in real life. Mm -hmm. That can just happen. Um... I liked Puppet Master when I was little. Mm. Like, I liked certain horror movies when I was really little and my dad let me watch it. Hellraiser was, like, one of my absolute favorites because it was just so bizarre and, like, so, like, what is hell to you? Everyone's hell is different. There's Leviathan, the god of uh, lust and greed. And, like, there's it was just so cool to me. The graphics, everything was just so cool. Um, and then what was his name? The hot guy. He was really hot. Hmm. He didn't age well, but the guy that was the opening for it, hmm, good man meat. Oh, Lord. 
You know what movie's still really scary, and it's like the original horror movie, mm-hmm. The Exorcist? Yeah. What's oh, the one where she's running down the cave, and she's like this, oh, yeah. and it's all, the power of God compels you, and I'm waving my arms around. And then her arms just start breaking backwards, and she's still coming. And I'm like, oh, is this a no? Oh, yeah. What is that movie called? It was, like, recent. And it's, like, where they're in Egypt and... Not Egypt. They're in some country, and, like, it pans to the field, and all the crosses are upside down. Mm-hmm. And it's the one where she's running in the cave. But it's, like, what's the name of that movie? It's, it's like, Exorcist Part 3 or 4. Is it? So my dad and I went to see it because I was obsessed and he fell asleep like every single time. <laughs> he didn't think it was scary. So he fell asleep like every single time. But I saw it like six times in a movie theater because I was so obsessed with it. <laughs> I like those movies. Um, You show me... You show me the my finger toes. Oh, you showed me the Poltergeist the other day, which I've never seen before. Now it's pretty good. When I was little, my dad would let me watch crazy movies, and my grandma would too. So, like, because my mom was very strict with me, like very strict. Don't let him watch scary stuff, because it'll come in the house and rip him around. But like, I watched The Omen. Which was really scary. And I remember seeing Christopher Walken. And his eyes were gone. And I was just like. ah! And like my grandma's like. Chachi. My grandma used to call me Chachi. Chachi. Turn off that TV. You're getting scared for nothing. (laughs) And then. Oh what did I say? What was the other one? Just now. The Omen and. I scared myself into losing my memory. Um, The Exorcist, Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I feel like I, on Hellraiser, I know I closed my eyes, but I had seen enough of the scene to imagine it. Because there's, if I see a monster or something, I'm not so scared of it. My imagination is scarier than anything anyone mm-hmm. can ever think of. So, like, when I saw the Poltergeist, um, it really scared me because it was a kid and it was like the parents couldn't do anything to protect him. And then I, I don't know. Like, that was just really scary. I think that's why Paranormal Activity is so scary, because they don't ever show, like, a monster. It's, like, up to your imagination. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, like, you see things happening, and you don't... Nothing... I don't know. I'm just so scared. (laughs) I used to watch that Ghost Hunters show a long time ago, and... It was so stupid because they'd build it up and be like, oh, this place is so scary. But one time, they were walking through, like, an abandoned building and a scarf, like, flew and, like, hit him in the face. And he started screaming and running. And I couldn't stop laughing because the scarf just, like, flew and, like, wrapped around his face and then, like, kept going. And he went, oh, my gosh. And they all ran out. Because they hype it up. Like, they're going, they're, it's like, girl, don't go through that cell phone. You know, you're going to find something you don't want to find. And here he goes, hello, does anyone want to talk to me? And it's like, yeah, bitch, get the fuck out of my house. And it's all scarf attack. <laughs> like, Kuchiyosa no Jutsu, summoning scarf jutsu. And like, boom. I don't I recall know. him being kind of attractive, and I was kind of attracted to him. The ghost hunter guy? Probably. You're attractive to problematic people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. What time are we at? We're at 40 minutes. Well, let's end on the last subject of Halloween. 
Are you going to dress up? Oh, so we're dressing up at work. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to involve everybody, but everyone's kind of like set in their ways. So like in the front, they're dressing up Coco. Coco! Like Coco the... Mm-hmm. Not Coco, Coco! But like mm-hmm. Coco. Um, they're dressing up Coco, so everyone's going to have skeleton masks on and we're in a clinic, so it doesn't matter. That's cool. However, they said just don't write anything on your face. Because I don't know how we're going to do that because we have mental health people coming in to get vitals and stuff. But I think they'll know. So then they're doing that. The girls in the back on my team, they're doing um, uh, pink ladies. And I said, oh, I'll do a pompadour. I'm down to to do it. Like, oh, cool. So then I was like, I'm going to be both. So I'm like going to do a skeleton face, like a skull. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be a greaser. A greaser skull. And I have my skull skeleton face. That's true. So I have that. I also, also, I already put this outfit together because me and my uh, preceptee, Maddie, my nurse kid, we were talking about outfits. And I have the the plague doctor outfit already. The hat, the cape, the black, everything. So I'm thinking that's one too. I'm still trying to get Josh to be a Silent Hill nurse. Oh, I don't have the boobs for that. Mm. But that would be so much fun, but no one ever wants to do it with me. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever sounds they make. Oh, what about God. you, Aaron? What are you going to be? I want to be the Witcher guy, but time is clicking for me to get that costume together. Well, we were at Joanne's, not sponsored. How are you going to make that? You just follow the pattern. They're big old pieces of paper that you put on pattern and then you sew them together. That's true. But it's already too late for that because I don't have that kind of project time anymore. And, uh, ooh! What else could you be? I don't know. Are we just going to dress up and take pictures? Pretty much. I've been doing, like, spooky stuff on my Instagram leading up to Halloween because just, just, I don't feel like the Halloween spirit this year. Like, it just, too much stuff scary, yeah. Scary to hang out with people. You don't have to dress up scary anymore. You just go outside and it's already scary enough. Yeah. I'm going to dress up as Corona. Do it. Coronavirus! <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress up as someone who wears their mask wrong. Underneath <laughs> their nose or on their chin. You could be a mask. <laughs> Alright, so we're at 42 minutes. Thanks so much for listening to us garble on about Halloween stuff, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really do mean that. Do you want to say anything to our listeners? I do, actually. Mika! <laughs> I thought you were going to say welcome to your tape. <laughs> oh, I should have. Why did it, I did that last one. If you don't know what that is from, that's from the Saw movies. The Jigsaw comes in on his bicycle and he ties them up in chains and he's like, welcome to your tape. And then he tells them what they did wrong and how they have to, like, chop off their arm to escape. And ever since I he said that, I just say that everywhere I go now. When you feel like you're being abused. <laughs> yeah, I say at work all the time because someone will leave and not do their work. And I'll be like, welcome to our tape. We get to finish their work for them while they're gone. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Say bye, Aaron. Bye.